This podcast has been sponsored by the 2018 champion, Matt Albright. Radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. Scoop and your favorite hosts, Giuseppe. That's pretty terrible right there. And Turtle. Yeah, I'm going to take myself. I will never go against myself. With producer Tony. I will kill a man to improve my status. Y'all use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. It's already a shitty podcast, like 10 minutes into it. I would not listen to this. You're lacking professionalism on the microphone. Hey fellas, I love the podcast. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Scoop and Boop. I'm your host Giuseppe and with me again is Turtle. And Turtle, we have the start of week five and I'm going to ask you the would you rather question, which is actually inspired by our upcoming guests who I will introduce momentarily, but I'll reread it for you in case you are not familiar. Pretending we live in a post-COVID world, would you rather watch the game at a bar that has great TVs and like a really good crowd atmosphere, but horrible food and drinks, or at a bar that has really good food and drinks, but obnoxious people around you? You have to choose one? Yeah, it's a would you rather. So I would rather have the good food. I'm like, I'm going to ignore people regardless. So I'll take the second one with the good food. I, I don't what the fuck am I going there for if it's shitty food? Yeah, I'm the other way. I would rather like if I'm going to just chill and watch the game like in my I'm going to chill at home and with a 60 inch TV and, and have whatever the fuck I want to eat. I would rather go the other way. I'd rather have good company and shitty food because I think like even when bar food is shitty, it's still not bad. You know what I mean? It's kind of like like pizza, like even if you get a bad pizza, it's still pizza, right? It's not. It's not like the worst thing in the world. <laughs> You're losing me hard, <laughs> hard. I like no, no. Like Totino's, that's not fucking pizza. No, you're losing me. See, this is great. This is exactly what the the type of this type of question is supposed to elicit. Is this type of a conversation and polarizing opinion? So sure, I'm happy. Sure. I did myself. I did something good <laughs> for change. So without further ado. Let's introduce our guest, Micah. Welcome, Micah. Hello, gentlemen. It is 100 degrees, and I still have to sleep with an air conditioner on. I have a so, Micah. The reason why I had this question is you go to a establishment owned by none other than Thunder Dan Marley to watch the football games every week. Correct. That is correct. Okay. Where does it fall on the spectrum? Does it have good food and shitty people? Shitty food and good people. What? Where? Where does it fall? So they actually have for a bar. I would say they have very good food. They have an excellent setup. Uh, the best setup I've seen in Phoenix since I moved here, which is why I go there. And usually the people are okay. There was actually a very annoying Ferris group that used to come. They left a couple of years ago. But now every now and then there's like a random, uh, like, a, like a couple weeks ago there's an annoying Packer fan. Oh, usually it's pretty. Uh, it's actually, they, they gear more towards downtown Phoenix. Like on Sundays, 
pre-COVID times, like last season, all previous seasons, they get a lot of convention traffic. So it's people who are like in town for conventions. So it's usually a pretty lax atmosphere. Although one, I think one guy got thrown out one time because he just comes in there and gets like perpetually drunk. I think they had like drag him out once. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Now I gotta ask because I'm I'm one of those people who's been ultra, you know, like fearful and paranoid about COVID. H- how do they set everything up? Like, how do they keep distance? Like, is it only outdoor seating? Like, wh- what's the situation? And there? do they allow Eagles fans? Because I would not want to be around those fucking scumbags. I would imagine Eagles fans are allowed, but actually, I don't know if there's any Eagles fans that go there. There's never an Eagles crowd there. I, I love this place. Then. Uh, yeah. COVID-wise, is it's kind of like counterproductive because you have to have, you have to wear a mask when you walk in. But mysteriously, if you're sitting at a table ordering food, COVID doesn't spread, so you don't have to like be masked or anything. And <laughs> okay, kind of like, so you wear it to get in, and then as soon as you're yeah, seated, they basically don't make you do yeah. anything. Okay. You take it off, and then they want you to put it on again, like if you're going to get up and go to the bathroom. Okay. Interesting. And that's why I stay home. Exactly. I'm in the same boat, man. Like, I, well, this is what I do, Turtle. I scout places when I go pick do carry out. Like, okay, what's the situation at this place? Is this some place that I could potentially go for a dinner with my wife one night? So last week, we were, where we went or to do pickup, I felt like I could. Only outdoor seating. The tables, I would say, were a good 10 feet apart and glass, like plexiglass in between each. So there was only one way in and out of each of the tables. And so I felt like, you know what? If I had to pl- pick a place, I could go there. I would feel okay about that. But yeah, I'm with you, man. I don't want to be around anybody. People are disgusting. So Yes, they are. <laughs> uh, let's uh, go into the waiver wire. Waiver. Wire. Waiver wire. It's the week five waiver wire. We had a little bit of money uh, getting shed here. Last week was pretty slow. Uh, This week, we had Matt leading off with $24 for Ernest Johnson, dropping Dion Lewis. Uh, I'm a big fan of players named Ernest, especially a D-Ernest. So I love this guy. Next, we have uh, Nitro. With $22 picking up Kishon Vaughn and dropping Marvin Jones. I think this is the fourth string running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, and wouldn't you know it, nobody bid on Kishon Vaughn. I did not know this was a person. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's it sounds like a, one of those players, like if you play Madden for like five years, like they make up rookies. Yeah, like the regeneration. Yes, that's what it sounds like to me, but... Well, you paid $22 more than you needed to, uh, prime time. Uh, next highest bid was uh, Pee Wee McLean with $11 for Justin Jackson. Tony, real quick, before we get into that, you know how you were making that joke about the generated player name? Yeah. It's, look at the guys he's, he's kind of taking the place of. LaShawn McCoy and Ken John Barner. Wow. The first names are almost an, a combination of what this guy's first name is. <laughs> and he's Keyshawn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, Pee McLean dropping Kristen Kirk. And he also makes a $1 play for the Chargers quarterback, cutting Robert Tanyan, who uh, had a huge game. I'm kind of interested why he did that. 
Yeah, uh, I actually thought when I read it the first time that he had picked him off and cut somebody. Yeah, this versus is the other way around. Very curious move, but uh, Giuseppe's Bone Zone three dollars on Jamison Crowder cutting the COVID infected Corey Davis motherfucker. So I made this transaction in the morning, and then four hours later, or whatever they talk about, he gets he gets the COVID, and I could have put him on my COVID IR slot, or whatever. <laughs> he ain't even worth that. And then we had uh, K Wall's Washington Cracka ass crackers with a dollar on Brandon Ayuk cutting Benny Snell. And then we had a few uh, free moves. Uh, let's find one here. Uh, okay, uh, BDI had a free uh, a couple moves here, dropping the Cardinals defense, picking up the Eagles defense, dropping Anthony Miller, picking up Jamal Williams, dropping Jordan Howard. Howard and picking up Traquan Smith. So uh, a little line change here for BDI. We're used to seeing this from him. He likes to do that. Um, wholesale changes. So uh, we had Turtle dropping the Bengals defense, picking up the Cowboys defense, which is interesting. Um, and we had Worm dropping Philip Lindsay, picking up the Cardinals defense, dropping Cole Beasley, and picking up Robert Tanyan, who we just talked about. Uh, K-Wall had a free move. Uh, he dropped the Vikings defense, picked up the Carolina Panthers defense. A lot of defense changes here. This is kind of weird. Um, and then we also had a trade. I traded Cooper Cup to K-Wall for Antonio Gibson. This is the very rare intra-divisional trade. Doesn't happen too often. Uh, so what do you guys think? Did, is this a fair deal? Did one guy get least did one guy score what do you guys think i think it's a fair deal i think if cooper cup returns to anywhere near what he was then he wins but for now i mean it's what are you gonna do you need a running back uh help antonio gibson's there yeah i mean cup he's got back-to-back good weeks if, if he continues that form then yeah it might be a situation but i know tony had a lot of pretty good receivers and now it does give him an excuse to play cd lamb in an offense that throws the ball an awful lot like he would never be able to do that in front of Diggs and cup and uh i'm missing the other one off the top of my head but uh keenan michael allen. thomas yeah. and keenan allen yeah I mean, so just... i had i had four top 20 wide receivers without michael thomas being one of them so i had five guys that are pretty good and startable i was calling everybody that had a, a running back who is might be available matter of fact i called micah and we uh, briefly talked about a trade, um, but it didn't didn't quite work out. Micah, what did you think uh, about my uh, my offer for you? Well, the offer itself was fine, but at the end of the day, I didn't think that uh, I liked my the three running backs in particular. If they can't all keep it up, if something happened to one of them, I don't think I'd do too well putting an AP in there. So sure. I decided to stay the course. So I was kind of thinking my weak spot right now. I think he's still a quarterback. All right. Yeah, I, uh, I made a bunch of calls. Uh, I was in desperate need of an RB2. And uh, Antonio Gibson is young. I think his role is expanding. He's caught. He's got touchdowns in the past couple weeks, so he seems to be reliable. Uh, so I, I thought it was a pretty good deal. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's that's the end of the waiver wire transactional segment. Sweet. Now I move on to emails. There's a letter in your mailbox. And first email, 
comes to us from Kowalski. And the subject is, I've got an email before you. And it says, get fuck, cunts, two and two. So clearly he's excited about being 500. Thank you very much. He also, I figure I might as well double dip, posted on the message board. And he writes, as you probably all saw, shit's getting real, boys. Ironically, COVID mania is getting hit, is going to get hit the hardest. Or is that unironic? I'll text Alanis. And none of his guys even got the Rona. The NFL needs to just play these games. There hasn't been a case of COVID being transferred from team to team in any sport. And even so, that is what they signed up for. A symptomatic guy should be allowed to play too. Just treat it like the flu. Fake news. QAnon. Lock her up. Bah. Thank you very much, K. Wall. Love it. He's going. He's going nuts, just like all of us, especially when it comes to the way sports has been handling all of this shit. So, um, <laughs> this is fantastic. So, next email comes to us from Primetime. At least, so I think it is. And the subject line is solving the COVID problem. Now, the reason why I don't know if it's him for sure is because I've got a very orange caution sign from Google saying, be careful with this message. Nenad Srech has never sent you messages using this email address. Avoid replying to this email unless you reach out to the sender by other means to ensure this email is legitimate. We got a spam alert. Yes. From an actual Gmail account, which is funny. Amazing. Yeah. So he writes, just push everything two weeks back. Clean slate and no more strip club visits. Each team lives under one roof, real world style, and go from there. You're welcome. So there you go. Prime Here's time the problem is the to, with that. All, <laughs> what's that? Uh, weather in these cold weather cities, that two weeks is a big fucking deal, and they would have to reschedule the Super Bowl, and they don't want to do that. Yeah. You're, you're not wrong. Uh, all right. Final email comes to us from Micah. I was really hoping he was going to ask himself a question, but instead he writes, the price of glory is the subject, and in the, in the body, he sends a, pic, a screenshot of the U.S. dollar conversion to Serbian dinars, which is one U.S. dollar is roughly 100 Serbian dinars. And so Micah writes, 500 Serbian dinars. Tony, that buys a lot of chivapi, and this week I must break you. <laughs> Continue in the streak. I love it. Um, so you're, look, you're looking to collect on this bounty placed on me from primetime. What would you spend that $5 on? Chivapi. What else? <laughs> I don't Sounds know. like he's going to the currency exchange and yeah, getting some, some, some dinar. Is there a good uh, Serbian Chevap guy in, uh, in Phoenix? So I must say the Chivapi guy is Bosnian, Old Town Sarajevo. <laughs> But for all I know, it could be Serbian because it used to be a Serbian town. I don't know. And the parking lot looks like it's been bombed like by NATO a hundred times. So it's <laughs> it seems authentic then. It's got to be good then. Yeah. Do they have uh, uh, <laughs> Do they have rakia in like Coke bottles <laughs> like uh, Sasha used to have? They probably do, but they're like if you're not like uh, a Yugoslav people, they like they walk over to your table, they say I throw this menu at you, and they're like, hey, chip up, yeah. <laughs> And they're like do you know what this is how do you feel about those places like uh, it's almost one of those like i'm with the owner of the restaurant <laughs> you know what i mean like as much as you want like business from people 
you know that they're only there for like what they think is going to be like this super authentic experience, but for like Instagram or some shit like that. But in reality, like the owner doesn't give a shit, right? Like how do you, how do you feel when you, you go to a place that's like that? Yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, I thought it was pretty much more like, it's like an Eastern European thing. So I know this whole concept of, uh, like customer service and whatnot. It's like a very North American thing. Yeah. Like outside of the U S and Canada, I guess it's not like a, it's just more of like a, here's your damn food. Accept it. Please leave me a tip. So get the fuck out of here. And shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. Very interesting. But thank you very much, Micah, for keeping your email streak alive, which is now at five weeks. Although if you, I think you might've even sent something after the draft. So I don't even know, like, how do we count that? Like, I think I think five weeks is probably a good way of stating it. But yeah, but thank you very much. Please continue to do that. Like, your email, like, you know, I don't, no offense, but I'm going to say it, Micah. I'm very jealous at your contribution for the Bitter Marks podcast and how many different emails and you send video clips and all this other stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I'm happy for them, but I'm a little sad for me, you know? But at least we got you here as a guest, so you can at least provide your vocalization and your opinion on things. Speaking of, poll question. Have you guys seen the poll question that has been added? Today there were two. I put one up, and about 30 minutes later, uh, it got changed. So I don't know if any of you guys know, but you have the ability of me creating a poll question. Everybody in the league does. It's not just a commissioner thing. So. Um, a new one was created. And Micah, I got to ask you, did you end up voting on this? I have not yet, full disclosure. Which poll are you referring to right now? The which, who was the back, better backyard wrestler? Sauteed mushrooms. <laughs> yes. I, I voted. And unfortunately, they say the best laid plans of mice and men often go awry, as mine did. I was ready to set up BDI and his huge ego creating a poll, so I voted for BDI as the best backyard wrestler. And then somebody else, I'm assuming somebody who is a cock party addict, also voted for BDI. And <laughs> Shout out, cock party addict. Lafarge, Wisconsin. <laughs> Oh, that's so fantastic. Micah, you got to put that on the message board or something. <laughs> that needs to be visible for the world to see. I Not think just where your email came from. I think that's like the imposter. That's, that's the fake one. Identity theft. Is it? This is the fake one? I don't know. I think some Bosnian like hijacked his, uh, his Twitter. His <laughs> we got to do a Google Earth on cock party addict in Lafarge, Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, I didn't vote yet, but um, I, I think I, the answer is clearly warm. Nobody, nobody beats Worm. He's got the singlet, the and singlet. all I ever saw Bidia do is get beat to death with a chair by a strangler. So and hurt people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and give people concussions. Exactly. Speaking of concussions, I heard the picks were pretty bad, as if we were not fully aware of oh, what was going on. They're real bad. Uh, there was a lot of upsets uh, last <laughs> week, and I led the way with three out of six. And uh, Primetime also had three out of six. So congrats to him. Uh, you two jabronis only hit one out of six. Jesus. So that's goddamn terrible. Wow. Do you have to, do, anything to say for yourselves? I was five out of six the week before. I was feeling pretty good about my knowledge of 
the teams in this league. And then, of course, you know, the season is stupid. It is. I can't wait for it to fucking get canceled. God, I can't wait. I'm so, I am going to be so happy giving each and every one of you your money back because I hate this season so much. Yeah, it's it's been really, really, really rough. Like, if you don't have a top six quarterback, fuck you. Even if I have a top six quarterback <laughs> and I still fucking can't win. I put up 100 every week and just get shitted on. <laughs> All right. Well, and then one by one, week by week, everybody loses somebody important. Like, yeah, it's inevitable. It's just, Everybody. And it's huge, like huge losses, too. It's not like, um, you know, someone lost Marquez Valdez Scantling. Yeah. They're, they're fucking losing like the first round picks, second round picks. They're, I mean, combinations of them. Yeah. Uh, I'm in the lead for the season long with 17 correct, and you guys are both tied with 13 correct. So Jesus, we're already chasing four turtle. That's you're, not uh, good. You, you guys got to <laughs> really uh, pick some upsets here and, and hit them. So. No, it's the opposite. I kept trying to do that last yeah. week. Fuck that noise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go into the games here. Uh, the first matchup, we have Primetime's Nitro versus Matt's Mr. Belvardier. Which is a shout out, a request actually. Primetime requested Mr. Belvedere, and God damn it, Matt provided it. Um, Mike, Matt is way too nice of a person. Yeah, I would have said fuck you and given him like the uh, X Men series theme or something. Fuck like that. that, Rainbow Bright. <laughs> Care Bears? Uh, what is this dusty ass soundtrack? Like, what the <laughs> shit is this? All right, uh, I'm not that young, but I mean, like, you know, you didn't watch Mr. Belvedere? No. no. Wow. With none other than Bob Euchre? Yeah, Bob no, Euchre. I have no idea what this is. I grew up on MASH and TGIF. <laughs> All right. It's amazing. The, 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 the generational difference is like pretty wide from MASH to like TGIF. And this was kind of like in between, believe yeah, it or not. It actually was. No yeah. Way. yeah. This was like late 80s, early 90s, I want to say. I'm talking MASH reruns. Like when they yeah, come yeah, out. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. Clock, not. None oh, of yeah. us were old and are old enough to see it from like inception in the seventies. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Well, primetime is a ten and a half point favorite in this matchup. Uh, he is starting Mr. Keyshawn Vaughn. Uh, Speaking of people old enough to be alive in the seventies. <laughs> so, what do you guys think, Giuseppe? We have a Keyshawn versus De Ernest in this game. Oh my god, this is this is rough. Oh, man. Okay. So you've got a very old and inconsistent quarterback in Drew Brees. Uh, on, and then you got Prescott on the other side, who's been putting up, I mean, literally, other than week one, where everybody's like, oh, they were going to franchise tag him. What a joke. And then he's putting up like, you know, 25, 30 a week. So he's doing perfectly fine. They're at home against the Giants. The Giants did a good job of stopping Goff. I don't even know what happened there. Like, it was just not a non-existent game. So people might think that there might be a little bit of a, a potential for an under there, but I don't see that happening. Dallas's defense is, is terrible. They're at home. They're basically a 10 point favorite. I think Prescott has another huge game. Allen Robinson. I mean, he has potential, but it's a Thursday night game. Ooh, I don't know, man. I, I kind of really want to pick Matt here. Like I'm very, very much leaning in that direction. But I'm going to reluctantly take prime time 
only because I don't see Tyler Lockett staying quiet against Minnesota. Minnesota is very, very, very bad. And Travis Kelsey, I think, can also take advantage of Vegas. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take prime time in a game that's a lot closer than the ten and a half, though. Yeah, I, I don't know why it's ten and a half. I mean, like Latavius Murray's. Ugh. I know he's not great, but he had 17 last week. And I mean, I know it's very dependent on like him being there at the goal line when they get there versus Kamara, yeah. but I, I know what you mean. It's it's definitely not ideal. The right that, yeah, that's but I mean, I guess I can watch that with this uh Keyshawn Vaughn. Yeah. I'm gonna take Matt. I think his team gets it done. I think that uh George Kittle is is Xavier Howard gonna cover George Kittle? Like that's the only person in Miami that I would be scared of. Yeah, that dude just like shuts people down. But if George Kittle gets loose, we've seen like 15 catches, 183 yards. The guy threw for like 20, 20 completions and 15 of them went to Kittle. Tyler Boyd, uh, I, I've talked all kinds of shit and he just keeps doing it to me. I think it continues. Al Robinson's been a stud. I think Matt is going to get it done with Dak this week. Micah, would you care to go ahead? Yeah, looking at these rosters here, uh, the cock party addict is about a year late with Drew Brees. And Mr. Belvedere here has Dak Prescott, who's been very impressive so far. I, mean, I don't know if he's like a good quarterback yet, but I mean, he's putting the points up fantasy-wise. But I think uh, I think Nitro might be able to edge him with Cream Hunt, because it looks like Durrance Johnson got some uh, fairly significant amount of carries last week, but Cream uh, Hunt's going to get carries. He's also get like the receptions. He's got Tyler Lockett. I don't think Kelvin Ridley will be shitty that long. So I will go with, uh, I'll take Nitro. I'm going to agree. Uh, I like, I like Dak better than uh, Drew Brees, obviously, but I do think Michael Thomas gets back this week. So that's going to be a huge uplift for him. And I do like prime times, shitty running backs better than Matt's shitty running backs. Um, I think Kareem Hunt is going to be a good play this week. Um, and Lat Murray really, he's only going to score one way, right? He's going to score if the Saints get the ball inside the five and Kamara is tired. That's the only way he's going to score. So um, I will take prime time this week. Let's go to the next matchup. We have Turtles fucking Savages versus Pee Wee McLean's BDI is a coward, and Turtle comes in as a four-point favorite Giuseppe. So do you think Russell Wilson will have a get-right week? this week yeah i mean turtle has to win this week i i mean he's put up good good points he's the the best one in three team our league has seen since probably the last time mike Litro was a one in three team because mike is one of those teams that seems to always put up points get the weekly payout winner uh on years that he has bad bad teams and then on years that he's got good teams it's the exact opposite so i i, I like turtle this week i think that he's got a lot of nice matchups You've got this, you've already highlighted the Russell Wilson one. He could put up 40 on his own. They're at home against Minnesota. Wilson had a very, like I said, mediocre performance against Miami. West Coast team going east. That's always something that can be problematic. You know, people were talking about him being MVP. Then they started pumping the brakes a little bit after his performance against Miami. He's gonna he's gonna shut those people down again. And one of the the primary beneficiaries is always going to be DK Metcalf, who's on his roster. He's good to go there. 
I don't know what's going to happen with Drake. Keep your eyes there. And I know that they said he's probably going to play, but Edmonds I'm ready might... to switch it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I was going to say whatever I think is if Drake is hindered in any way, uh, yeah. I'm just going to throw Edmonds in there to be safe. If yeah. not, I'll pick a wide receiver up or something. Yeah, exactly. So I I don't have any concerns there. I mean, Hugh McLean's side here. He's got he's got some juicy ones too. Like I think that Will Fuller, when he's healthy, is is a really he's like he's a potential top ten week in week out because they have no other options really. And Brandon Cooks doesn't scare you, <laughs> or uh, what's his name? Something Cobb, Randall, Randall Cobb. Cobb. Yeah, yeah. Kenny Stills. I mean, like they're the. They're basically the dumpster all the of all thing. the number four wide receivers that have taken place in, in the league, right? They're all like number four guys on other teams that have just like settled there. Like that's, it's not good there. But anyway, he's he's the number one target for him. And we know what happens when when uh, Watson finds a guy he likes, he becomes a, a stat machine like DeAndre Hopkins was. Not to say DeAndre Hopkins wasn't a man, like a great wide receiver. I'm not taking anything away from him. But I'm just saying that he helps with that uh, boost when it comes to to putting up points. So you know, he's got definitely potential there. The Jets, we already know, are a dumpster fire of a train wreck there. So Kyler Murray has to get right. Otherwise, a lot of people are going to be questioning that that draft pick. Um, but at the same time, I don't think it's just going to be enough. I think that there's enough limitations with Jacobs being, you know, kind of gimpy and uh, Henderson still splitting time with Malcolm Brown, not to the same degree. I think that a lot of people were anticipating after his performance the week prior. So all those things are going to factor into uh, a win for you, Turtle. So congrats. All right. Now that Giuseppe has talked about all of the players in this matchup. Uh... I did not mention Michael Gallup. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was a, quite a summary there, Giuseppe. I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick Turtle this week. Uh, I think James Conner is going to be my breakout player. He just had the emergency bye week, so he's about as healthy as he can possibly be going into this matchup against the Eagles. Uh, I like James Conner for two touchdowns this week. And, uh, yeah, the Michael Gallup thing, I got to see it before I believe it, and I definitely do not believe it. So I'm going to take Turtle. You want me to go or you want Micah? Uh, Micah, why don't you go ahead, bud? All right, so going into last week, Russell Wilson was on pace to throw 77 touchdowns. Now he's only on pace to throw about 74. So clearly he is washed up and a fantasy bust. Luckily. <laughs> Luckily, Turtle has the always sturdy and durable James Conner to carry his team to victory. I'm knocking on my desk. It's kind of have a huge game because the Jets are terrible. But I think some of these other matchups could be tough. The well, I don't know, maybe, maybe not too bad. The the Chiefs and Raiders, Josh Jacobs. But I think the Chiefs might be able to shut Josh Jacobs down a little bit. Okay, but. Uh, I think, uh, you know, Russell Wilson's only going to throw five touchdowns, and eh, he'll speak bye by a point or so. Yeah, I'm going to pick myself. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do with Kenyon Drake. <laughs> I always pick myself. It's no surprise. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do with Kenyon Drake. Uh, watching it, I'll see what happens later in the week with the practicing and whatever. I, I might just change them just because I'm tired of Kenyon Drake. I, I don't know yet. But um, I, I just think I have enough to get it done. I just looked at the score, what is it, the standings, to see my points against. I've played against. All right, let's move on to the next matchup. We have K-Walls, Kreka ass Krekas versus BDI's God Emperor President D's Nuts. Now, I think 
K-Wall is playing mind games here because he has not replaced his bye week players, and he is a 46.5 point underdog. So, Turtle, what do you think? What do you think's going on here? I don't know. Vita used to love doing shit like this. I, I should start doing it. But I, I mean, like, at some point, people know who you're going to start. Um, this bye week stuff, yeah, this is just mind games to have fun. I, I like the style. Okay, who uh, do you like to win? Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking. <laughs> yeah, it's hard, to man. Do it. I'm slow. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, why he used to do it. He's like, well, I'm going to fuck with the guys on the podcast to make them like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. He loves that shit. Yeah. Like, loves it. Um, I'm going to go with K-Wall. He's, he's doing, I mean, he's two and two in our division. That's pretty tough right now. And like, you look, he has Chris Carson. He has Ronald Jones. He has Cooper Cup. And I don't know who else he starts. But like, those guys alone, I think, are, are good enough to, uh, to go ahead and take this down. I'm going to go with them. That and I just fucking hate BDI. Uh, I can go next, I guess. It must really bother you that currently, I know there's still a lot of season left, but you are scheduled to pay his entry fee for next year if things continue on this route. So obviously, you're very, very much interested. I'm in- fine. Yeah, I mean, that <laughs> I know, was I know, I, he, I know. He, he, like, I know. He, he like scraped by a fucking 60-point <laughs> win. I mean... <laughs> Cool. You keep doing that, you know. Let's see where this where this ends up. That and I get out of my division. I just had a shitty run. It'll be all right. I'm not worried at all. No, and you shouldn't be worried about him winning this week either. I'm I'm with you. Um, mind games aside, Kowalski does have a better roster and much, much better matchups than the other side of the table. Miles Sanders going against uh, Pittsburgh is not going to be good. Pittsburgh's had a pretty solid defense, and he has not been running right, so that's going to be a problem. Um, beyond that, I mean, I don't know what – like DJ Chark, I think he did play last week, and he caught uh, – he had a, a pretty decent game. So, you know, does that happen two weeks in a row? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't really trust anything in that Jacksonville offense from a consistency standpoint. I think Kowalski's going to – Going to have a lot of uh, positive players going into his lineup. We know Ronald Jones has no competition from anybody who we've heard of other than, what was his name, like Keyshawn Johnson Vaughn or whatever his name was. So I, I like K-Wall. I'm going to pick him as well. All right. Um, I guess I'll go next. Uh, I'm going to assume that his entire bench is his starting lineup. So we're looking at Derek Carr, Chris Carson, Ronald Jones, Cooper Cup, Keelan Cole, Darren Waller. I like that team way better than what what uh, BDI is rolling out this week. The the running backs is going to be tough for him because he's got Melvin Gordon versus the Patriots, who they will scheme him out of the game because there is no quarterback there. Um, and I think Miles Sanders is going to have a rough game against Pittsburgh. So I, I'm going to go with K-Wall here. So I think K-Wall is telling BDI right now that his bench is better than his team. Oh, okay. Touche. You guys are too fucking witty for me, man. (laughs) Like The the in-depth avatars and shit. Like, I'm dumb. I have no clue how to do any of that type of stuff. It's like, hey, Avita, can you tell Sasha to make something? And then nothing ever gets done. So (laughs) we're just going to keep this corny-ass avatar for uh, until Sasha makes something. Sasha, listen, make us something, please. You have full reign over our avatar. 
And BDI's best play this week might be Will Lutz. So he's going to lose. Fuck him. <laughs> All right, uh, then. I guess that's a sweep for K-Wall. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next matchup, which could have could have been a lot different if a trade would have went through. But we have my COVID mania versus Micah's Legion of Zubas. So, Giuseppe, what do you think? So before I go into this, Mike, I have a question for you. Go for it. All things being equal. Derrick Henry, Roethlisberger, Juju, they're all available to go last week. Does Joe Mixon start for you last week? That is a very good question because there actually was a point in time where I was debating not playing Mixon since he's had a slow start. But even without the, the COVID shenanigans, um, I was slightly hesitant about John Brown and Russell Gage. So I wasn't sure if they were like the first two weeks were outliers or if they were cooling off. So I think ultimately I still would have rolled with them, but it did cross my mind to, to take them out. Okay, because I, I hypothesized in the, the recap show, obviously you weren't on that, that the, I almost made it, I guess, like inferred that the fact that the Tennessee-Pittsburgh game didn't happen might have actually ended up helping you in the end in beating Santino because you might not have started Mixon and to get that type of production, and even Baker like put up 18. I, we don't know necessarily if, if Roethlisberger would have been able to put up that same number against Tennessee, that it wouldn't, you might not have even, you know, it might have been a different game, a different story. You never know. So that's that's why I bring that up. So, you know, Tony is a nine or seven and a half point favorite here. Tony mentioned it before. He's got like four top 20 wide receivers. He's got a top three quarterback. He's got Dalvin Cook, who's a top three running back. He's got a guy who's named after a guitar, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Micah's the guest on the show. Micah, I'm appreciative of him being on the show. I'm picking Micah. And the reason why is because he's on the show. That's it. No analysis needed. Tony, I hope I gave you enough runway this time. Well, that sucks. <laughs> I was going to get different here. Um, is Mike, what, what is Michael Thomas doing? Is he alive? Well, here's the Fine. problem. He's a Monday night game. Um, oh, God. So I got him in there right now, and I'm praying. Uh, if he if he doesn't if he doesn't go or if it doesn't sound like he's gonna go, you'll probably see C D Lamb in the lineup. Oh my gosh. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going Tony. I'm going in division. Um I like his team. It's good. I I, I can't say anything bad about both of them. They both look insane. All the matchups look great. This is gonna be a high scoring battle. Uh, I think Tony edges it up. I, I have no, like, there's nothing that needs to be said. These Both these teams look great. Yeah, I think this is going to be a closer game than the seven and a half point spread. I think this is, uh, you know, I think the winner's going to be less than five, if I had to guess. Um, we both have quarterbacks and wide receiver combos, and whoever double dips with a touchdown this week, I think is going to have a huge advantage. But I do actually like my matchup slightly better. Um, you got Derrick Henry coming back off Corona, but he gets to play Buffalo. Now, that's a that's a very strong defense. Joe Mixon had a great week last week, but he gets to play Baltimore, which is a very tough defense. And uh, I'm praying that Michael Thomas comes back. Um, Dalvin Cook is automatic. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pick myself, 
but I'm not real comfortable with it. So I am also praying, but I am praying that Michael Thomas does not play. I also have the luxury of knowing what's around the corner with that $5 Chivapi special that could be coming down the pike. And there's no Lions game this week, so it'll be, you know, low, low stress, low stress weekend. And I also have an ace up my sleeve. And that is what I have proven to be science, and I do think I should win a Nobel Prize for now, that the Malachio works. It is now science. Two weeks running, it works. And I will not hesitate to Malachio you, Tony. I'm sorry. I may have to Malachio you. But if I have to do it to win, it shall be done. Hey, it's all it's all fair in love and war, my man. And uh, how would you like primetime to send you that five dollars see i would much rather have him write a like physically write me a check just because it's more effort on his part but what, what would your preference be so i was actually thinking about this i was thinking if he sent me a check it would make for a nice souvenir but i would prefer if i could if he could send it any way possible i would like it sent in serbian dinars in one of those international envelopes with the red and blue stripes on the edge with a bunch of Serbian writing all over it, so the Postal Service thinks I'm getting some, like, Bosnian terrorists mail. And that I can go try to spend my uh, dinars on Chivapi at the Old Town Sarajevo. <laughs> I love it. I love uh, it. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay, let's go to the next matchup. Uh, we have the Cousin Bowl here. We have uh, Giuseppe's The Bone Zone versus Santino's It's Time to Loot. And before you ask, no, there's no no bet. There's nothing. There's no bet. I I didn't think there would be, but uh, thanks for clarifying. We have Giuseppe as a seven-point favorite turtle. And, um, you know, uh, I I don't know what to say about Santino's team. So why don't you go first? I know what to say. Um, I'm going to pick Giuseppe. I don't, I mean, oh, God. Brian Hill. We saw the Rex Burkhead game. That that story's over. Brian Hill, I, I don't know what he's doing in there. Um, like four rush attempts. So uh, that being said, uh, I'm going to go with the team that does not have Brian Hill. Um, I do like Jamison Crowder. I actually went to look to pick him up because I was too lazy to submit a waiver claim because the waiver system in this league is stupid. What? I hate it's so it. so intuitive. I know, but I hate it. It's just it's different. Do you just not like RT Sports? Yeah, yeah. I don't like RT. Okay, okay. Um, I like that they. I like that they keep all the historical data and all that stuff, and they're like um, pretty down to. From what I've heard, heard from you guys, it's pretty down to earth when dealing with customer service or whatever. Yeah, issues. Yeah, the help that's desk. awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, as far as like you know where I'd play, I'd play elsewhere. <laughs> I, I just can't like non fractional shit. No. All right. All right, I'm going to take Giuseppe as well. I think he's going to get a huge uplift with his Josh Kelly play. Uh, I actually inquired about Josh Kelly, but uh, I ended up making a deal with K-Wall instead. I think that's going to be a great play while Austin Eckler is hurt. I'm not really buying the Justin Jackson thing. Um, So I'm going to take Giuseppe and the rejuvenated Todd Gurley, uh, 2016 Todd Gurley, once they get near the end zone. So let's do it, Giuseppe. I'm going to take you. So, Giuseppe, did you get your LAX in and out double-double? I'm still do, waiting to do that. So, 
funny story. I don't think I talked about this on the podcast. Santino was trying to like postmates me in and out. So he's like, oh, they don't like allow people to like deliver your food. I'm like, don't, don't worry about that. Like Venmo me, chase quickly, whatever, give me like 10 bucks. Yeah. I'll go buy the damn thing. I live like Micah, you know, I'm like walking distance to an in and out. Like you, you could throw a rock. Yeah, I could, it's a stone's throw away. Yeah. So no, I have not received that yet. He did graciously offer to pay for both my and Ashley's meal. So maybe I think I just have to, it's like an expense report where I just got to pay for it myself up front. And then I await the payment after I give him like the receipts and other documents. But yeah. Do they accept dinars in LA? <laughs> Surely they do. <laughs> I, I will fire up the Yugo. I will meet you. I'll bring my plastic straws, which are banned in California. And we'll go get some uh, double doubles. Uh, in and out will give you plastic straws if you ask. They're old school. Who do you got, Mike? Picking me? I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, all that build up. I've got to pick. Uh, I've got to pick Giuseppe here. Uh, matchups are better. Unfortunately, Santino has hit a little bit of a rut with having some of these guys. He has to start right now. A lot of injuries. Fournette's still not playing. Correct. Uh correct. It's going to be okay. the Ronald Jones and Deshaun. Keyshawn, Ball, Jamal, Kashawn, yeah, whatever his name is. I don't know. Like the guy, the other guy, Vaughn, something yeah. Vaughn. Poor guy's got COVID and although maybe they'll get something out of this Justin Jefferson, you never know. But uh, I think overall top to down, you're, you've got a superior roster this week. And I think you'll get your second, second victory. Cool. Um, I absolutely, positively hate when I have to start three running backs. Especially when they are these three running backs. But unfortunately, I've got my best receiver hurt, my second best receiver on a bye, and don't have many more receivers other than that. I'm in a tough spot because I made a trade that a lot of people thought, oh yeah, that's kind of nice, you know, as long as you can you can afford to keep an empty spot on the bench with with Saquon. Well, fast forward a week and what happens now I got to sit six weeks without Chubb. So I've got two running backs who can't play in a league where we don't really carry a ton of uh, wiggle room from a roster standpoint. So yeah, I'm definitely playing with uh, less cards in the deck, but Lady Luck has drawn Santino as my opponent for this week. And I'm going to hope for the best and that I can I can pull it off. I think Santino has some really, really nice matchups, all things considered. Seattle's defense has not good, looked good in any capacity. Yes, they held Miami to like 17 field goals, but that's more Ryan Fitzpatrick's ineptitude than anything else. Uh, Mahomes could put up, I mean, he's going to put up a huge game against Vegas. So that that, that I got to worry about. It's just the, the middle. He's got, if you're looking at this like a like a sandwich, the middle is, is the bad part. The Burke had the hill. You know the Landry, so that's like I'm hoping that beyond that can... meat. That's, so, that's so like... you'd say he has good bread, but the yes. substance <laughs> of the sandwich is is garbage. That's perfect. That's a perfect analogy. So, if you look at the top bun of um, Pat Mahomes and the bottom bun of Justin Jefferson, top quality split top wheat bread, but the middle not good. It's that plant based you don't know meat. This bread, it's beyond <laughs> meat or that tofu shit. Uh, yeah, like. Like something like Morning Star or yes. Bright Star, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. Okay. Almost could be dead by the time Sunday rolls around. You never know. 
with the COVID. Could be. <laughs> it's true. He's going to be dead with Connor McDavid. RIP <laughs> Legends. Right. Let's go to the, the last matchup. We have Worms Team Taylor versus Mike's Mask Up Bitches. I think he's coming off his first loss of the year. Mike is a 14.5 point favorite. I, I'll start this one off. Um, I think this is closer than 14.5. I think Jimmy Garoppolo comes back and has a good week. Uh, the the trouble is the running back position for Worm. Um, he's heavily outclassed by Elvin Kamara on the other on the other side, and and this jabroni uh, James oh, Robinson <laughs> number six fantasy running back in our league right now is James Robinson. After five or four weeks, four full weeks, that's a quarter of the season, Tony. It's more than a fluke. Okay. I mean, I think Mike's going to win, so sure. That's great. (laughs) Uh, And you got Jonathan Taylor, who who just, I mean, he didn't look great against the Bears last week, right? He only had five for 17. Or, or no, sorry, 17 for 68. I read that wrong. Um, But he did not get in the end zone. And uh, only one reception the last two weeks. That's concerning because we saw that the first week he caught a bunch. When uh, Marvin or Marvin Mack, uh, Marlon Mack went down, but he's only caught four passes in the subsequent three weeks, which is what we thought he was going to be able to supplement. So I don't know what's going on there. And I think the key to this matchup is going to be the Hollywood Brown play from Worm. He has not gotten off to the start that people thought and hoped he was going to catch. He's not caught a touchdown. He has not been the big play guy. All the touchdowns are going to Mark Andrews, and Mike happens to have him on his team. So I'm going to take Mike. So speaking of James Robinson, is the mascot of Illinois State, is it by chance 64 cock party? (laughs) Uh, It is the Redbirds. (laughs) The Redbirds, okay. So I wanted to make sure if it had a cool mascot or not. We'll see how how good this guy really is. But uh, unfortunately for Worm, I don't think it's looking too great. He's starting Jonathan Taylor Thomas, who hasn't had a career since home improvement ended. And uh, Elvin Kamara, unfortunately, is too fucking good. Luckily for Worm, he's not playing the Lions this week. That's that's, uh, that's a godsend for him. But uh, I think uh, Mike's lineup for this week is a bit too strong. Although Tyree Kill is going to be a good play against Oakland or LA or Las Vegas, whatever they're called now. Uh, Buffalo, you know, that's the, that's the Josh Allen show. Hopefully Jimmy G will step up in a big way against Miami. But um, I think Mike's going to get it done against Worm this week. Sorry, Worm. Yeah, yeah I mean, oh, sorry, you go ahead. I'll, I'll go last. My bad. I thought we're going to say the same thing. So it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm picking (laughs) Leetro. I don't think it, like they said previously, I don't believe that it's going to be, it might be a fucking 14 and a half point slaughtering. Um, His team is like right now the best in the league. I can say that over, over Nitro's. When Nitro gets Christian McCaffrey back, he'll contend, but his team is just, it's nice. James Robinson looks like Alvin Kamara. When you watch him play, it's insane. I have no clue who this guy is. This team got rid of Leonard Fournette and put this random guy in, and, and he's just crushing. So let's go 2020. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's the, it's the year of uh, anomalies, and this guy's the, the biggest one. So I love James Robinson. I'll say it until 
until I'm blue in the face. He's actually the reason why I beat Tony in another league because we had a really close matchup and he, he was who I played over Kenyon Drake and it worked out well for me. So um, I love James Robinson. I think he's, he's going to be great. He's going to be a fantastic number two for Mike. And don't look now when Moster comes back, he's got a really, really, really nice option there. So like that depth is going to be very important coming down the stretch, especially knowing everything that we do know about what's happening with injuries and, and all the rest. So if, uh, if Mike keeps riding these guys, I think he's going to be in good shape. So, you know, again, I think, uh, I think he's got it. Worm has been, uh, scraping by, you know, in those divisional games, putting up, you know, like an average of like 75 points or something like that. Well, that's not going to cut it against Mike. Mike's, uh, Skill position players will put up more than that alone. So I got Mike. Uh, breakout players, uh, Tony. I think you had already mentioned James Connor. Is yep. that correct? That's my guy. I'm going with James Connor. Uh, I think two touchdowns, and uh, I like him this week. Nice. Okay. Well, I mean, I I'm gonna pick uh, Juju. I need to pick somebody off Micah's roster because I'm picking a big upset here. I'm I'm gonna like I like Juju. Philadelphia does not look like a, a very good team. They, they played well against San Francisco, who played both their second and third string quarterback at any given time in that game. And they tied Cincinnati with a rookie quarterback. They are not somebody who I worry about. Pittsburgh has had plenty of time to scheme. Their players are pissed off that they didn't get to play because of what ten- happened in Tennessee. They're going to come out with anger and vengeance, and Juju's going to have a huge game. I'm going to be selfish and pick on my team. Uh, DK Metcalf. He's going to crush my poor Vikings. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be just nasty. That's it. No analysis. I'm sad. <laughs> Mikey, you got a breakout guy? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to be selfish and go to my team because I want Chavapi, damn it. And this is the person <laughs> who's going to do it for me. Zach Ertz. The Eagles will finally do something against Pittsburgh. Wentz and Ertz need to hook up for like three or four, five or six. I don't give a shit how many touchdowns. Just please make those targets, catches, and touchdown passes and bring home the Chivapi so I can listen to Dragana and Setsa and have a Chivapi party. (laughs) All right. Micah, thank you very much for joining us on the podcast. Always a pleasure. Please do not be a stranger. We'd love to have you again, you know, uh, before the season's up. and we're def- we'll wrap it there. This has been the week five preview fantasy football scoop. And Ooh. all right, show's over. I'm tired. Fantasy Podcast now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com. <laughs>